And that makes me sad. Ten production, pre-production, Jake. Man, there's the list of things to do is so great that I cannot get a second to do anything. So. Welcome to my uh, so I'm always like, I guess you do. Yeah. Just trying to rush. Boom! Look at that. All right. Um, I was watching. I was listening to State of the Galaxies while I was working on this. Um, so it's always difficult to uh, compete with that show. So I always feel like I'm the uh, the after. There's the before, which is like all greatness, and then there's just the after, which is just me. We got Letterman followed by, or Fatman followed by, what's his name? Yes, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm the cheap show after the expensive show. Um, hey, Dr. Mario Pepper. Top Snyder back in the day. Kernsey. What's happening? Okay. Well, lots of fun stuff happening. Um, I'm going to be staying awake all night because I have to go to the airport at four in the morning because I'm flying out to the Kong off in a few hours, I guess, right? And uh, I'm going to see everybody. I was watching a little bit of the Kong off when Richie was streaming it from his phone. Not the best cram cameraman. But he uh, definitely was uh, showing some stuff. I managed to catch Wes Copeland's game, which was pretty amazing to watch. So I'm going to go out there. Um, did you guys watch any of that stream, Soroka? I've been watching uh, uh, Dan, uh, Dan's stream, but I only could see, I don't know whose screen I was watching, but I did not see the kill screen. Oh yeah, I saw I saw I saw Wes do his magic. I don't know if anybody's beaten him yet. Um, According to my sources, he's still up by a hundred points. That one hundred, it was like a last-minute thing he did too. Um, all right, so let's let's move on. Look, it's the Pac-Man Kill Screen Challenge. After much controversy, the Pac-Man Kill Screen Kill Screen Challenge took place and where else but Twin Galaxies would you have Don Hayes sitting next to Rick Fox on a couch see him in the center um, two superstar athletes in their respective genres am I right um, yeah uh, Captain Jive Pants Vince LeMay uh, someone well while Richie was streaming Vince LeMay's Donkey Kong game someone wrote that Vince LeMay was looking small, <clears throat> and Vince LeMay was like, who said that? Who said that? Um, what's a Rick Fox, exactly? What is a Rick Fox? Okay, so, all kinds of stuff happened first time in the uh, Pac-Man Kill Screen Challenge. It was great to have these champions here. Um, everybody got to see how you work your way through level 256. On to 257 on these uh, anniversary machines uh, without having to click rack advance. And that was kind of cool. It was also cool to hear the history of how it was discovered. Um, it was amazing to watch Abner just sit down at a Miss Pac-Man machine. That, that was incredible. I mean, people don't understand how hard that is to accomplish. But you got to understand, these machines were constructed. They're brand new. No one had played on them before these guys got here. And so everything is just stiff and new and stiff. They were all the same machine, same parts and stuff. So for Abner to sit down on a machine he's not practiced on and just kill screen Miss Pac-Man basically says when you see Abner on the street, you have to, you have to refer to him as dad. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He became your dad with that act. That simple. He gave birth to you as a gamer. By demonstrating such gaming leetness. You should hope hope to aspire to one day do something that elite. The amount of times he said he's kill screened it is unbelievable. 
Well, yeah, when I was talking to him, to him, basically, when he... Yeah, as far as he's concerned, when he plays the game, it's going to be kill screen. That's, that's just the end result of every game he plays, basically. So interesting. It's kind of like me and Zookeeper. Not yet. Um, okay. I've seen no echo yet. So. Yeah, there's no. I I will real echo the dolphin at the at the kill screen. I got I got my 15 million. I'm on my way to 20. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, let's move on. For those who tuned in, thank you. There were actually a lot of people who watched and learned about Pac-Man um, over the whole 12-hour period. Uh, Tim Balderamos was ridiculous in how well he played that day basically did everything on his first man on this on the second credit his first man so and then Dwayne Richard was he just fought his way it was so interesting only when Dwayne got extreme pressure to perform on his last man did then suddenly the champion Dwayne emerge and he rode that last man for like I don't know how many points it was like a long time so that was pretty cool <coughs> um I'm currently on a thread with these guys figuring out what the right rule set is for this uh, so that we can establish a track in Twin Galaxies um, and then they can compete on it. So uh, it will be, they're, they're going back and forth, having the champions going back and forth to agree what they think the right rule set is is interesting to watch in, in the thread. Um, looking at the chat, Telebro can be quiet about Neo and Zookeeper because when it comes to Zookeeper, I am uh, Neo, who's a guy who works here. I'm his dad. So, let's keep on. <coughs> new, there's a new video system. Yay! There's all, there's all kinds of implications for this. First, TwinGalaxies.com. Okay, so, as you know, uh, our first implementation of having people submit videos to Twin Galaxies was that you would submit your video to our system, our system would then upload it into YouTube and do all the stuff that it does and then boom, it would be ready for adjudication. Well, there were a lot of issues surrounding that process and it related to a couple things. On one end, you had people with very slow or distant connections from our server and so they would try to upload and then they would lose the connection and basically lose their upload and they couldn't get over that. And there was nothing we could do about that. We kept trying to improve the efficiency of the process, but on some level, if their connection wasn't fast enough or they were too far away and had too many interruptions, that was a problem. Second problem is YouTube itself. YouTube has this draconian artificial intelligence that's constantly looking for what it perceives to be copyright infringements, regardless of context. <coughs> and it errs on the side of conservativeness. So, what would happen is, someone might upload a Guitar Hero or um, a particular video game that has some music in it, even if it's the video game's music, and YouTube would match that music to some other mu music claim, and immediately block that video and um, in some cases it would generate a copyright strike on the YouTube account that we were using and so we you know our attorneys have to fight and deal with that every single day unlocking it going back and forth it's just ridiculous and when you get a copyright strike on your account the immediate effect is all videos going into that account cannot be longer than 15 minutes just right out of the gate. There, there's not even a discussion about it. It's just like, nope, 15 minutes. So then what happens is people start submitting and they can't. It starts bouncing because it's past 15 minutes. And so anyway, it was not the m most optimal solution. There were a lot of uh, uh, challenges in, in using YouTube as that, as that source. So the, the, uh, the only solution was for us to have our own private video storage service interface nine yards which meant we had to do all the engineering and all the work and all the negotiations with all the companies that it takes to have your own private system so we finally got all that done and did it and turned on the system a couple of days ago and it is awesome i don't know if you've seen it yet or if you've used it yet but the video player is solid it looks like what you see on the screen here 
It's all just blue and it's solid. And when the, the share button in the upper right hand corner actually links to your adjudication. So you just share, boom, there's the it's like it's all perfect. And it's private. And it is not subject to any content ID system at all, other than Twin Galaxy's own dis discretion. Right? So think about that. So one place in the world that you can actually upload video game footage and not be subject to some external copyright scrutiny that messes up with what you're trying to present. You can, Vimeo has it, has content ID, YouTube has, they all have ridiculous content ID. Why? Because they are a video service that many people will use for all kinds of reasons. Twin Galaxies doesn't have to worry about that because it is a very focused, specific thing and it is responsible for the videos on its, on its system. So it's not passing off the, the, the thing onto the users. So we'll get in a fight all day long with any company that tries to say that they own a, a player's performance. They don't. And, so, and, and, and the player's performance is a transformative expression of the content. These are legal terms I deal with lawyers all, all the time. And anyway, um, we're just trying to keep uh, world records and rankings. So it, it's, it, our, our whole function is completely on the up and up, and it, it's fine. So um, in any case, you're going to give me this? Okay, thank you. Oh, wait, here. You can go. Sorry, I'm being interrupted. They're taking my car before I leave. In where? Oh. That's fine. Here you go. There you go. Oh, all right. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Um, so, okay. So in any case, let, let me just talk a little bit more about this video thing. Um, because our whole system now is private, and it's very solid, we have A, worldwide ingestion points, which means um, we are now closer to you for the upload, wherever you are on the planet. So you're not going to get any cutoffs, you're not going to get any issues. We're also um, increasing the number of videos that you can upload per submission to five. Wow. So, so that you'll be able to, in your one submission, have five different videos if you need to, or if you have to break up your videos into five chunks, you can then um, have those five chunks and they'll all appear in, in that adjudication. Uh, right now each chunk, each submission is limited to five gigabytes but I'm told by mid next week it'll be 10 gigabytes. So really it will mean each one of your submissions at maximum could be 50 gigabytes of data. That should be more than enough based on all the profiles that we see so there's only really some extreme cases that will fall outside of that. Yeah, that'll, that'll be me when I, I uh, uh Record at 10, 10 bit uncompressed. Yes. That will be you when you're streaming uh, Sonic. Oh, wait, you don't play that anymore. Yeah, I do. I just got the. <laughs> no, you said that you, you quit Sega and that it's all Nintendo. That's not true. That is a lie. I don't know where you heard that. That's what I heard. And, and then I heard Ninglendo is changing over to, to be um, all Sega. That's 100% true. Glenesis. Glenesis. That's right. Um, okay. Now, what's also interesting about having this system <coughs> is that one of the future things we're going to be doing at Twin Galaxies is giving everybody a, a, a type of personal wall. So, normally when you come to Twin Galaxies, you're presented with the front page, okay? And you're not logged in. When you log in, what you want to have happen, what we want to eventually have happen is when you log in, you actually are taken to your own like Facebook-like page, but it's a, your Twin Galaxies wall for you, where you can you know, post your own videos and pictures and all this other stuff. That's why we've, we've gotten rid of the blog section, because we're basically merging the blog section into this simplified wall. And that does not, it's not designed to replace the forums. The forums will still be there, too. And you'll be able to 
track and subscribe to forum threads, which then you can have them appear on your wall. Um, but then you also just have your wall and whatever friends that you've linked to that you guys can post on each other. We're all familiar with that format, the MySpace, uh, Facebook type, Elo format. Well, we gotta figure, we're going to try to figure out a way so that verified account members can have their own video repository associated with their Twin Galaxies account for their video game interests. So that way they can upload tutorials and you know, instructional videos exhibition. It's like you're not trying to submit for adjudication, but you want to put up a, 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 sh a performance to show something. Um, we're trying to figure out how to make that possible economically. Um, it may be, it may ultimately have to be an option that you choose that to, to pay for. Um, and that's a pass-through. It wouldn't really, it wouldn't come to Twin Galaxies. Um, so that you can have it, but maybe it's like a, I don't I have no idea how much it would cost or whatever, but you it would be the only place in the world where you can upload your video game content without being harassed by all these other systems. Um, so we're looking into that and you know the player is really great. It, it compresses well, it looks good. so um, I just think it'd be really interesting to have sort of your own, video game enthusiast section for you. Imagine if you scoped Facebook down all the way to just your video game interests and that's all anybody's sort of wall really is only and, and, and it's all wired into the bounty system, the leaderboard, the, all this other stuff. Uh, I think it's going to increase the fun and it will increase the amount of, of sharing of content that people can do um, with each other. It'd be a better place to, you know, like Settle it on wow. the screen could live there, for example, the archives. Um, okay, I hope all that made sense. Let me look at the chat. Did that make sense? Soroka, you guys are, I can... I, oh yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Uh, yeah, Twin Galaxies will really be the only place that does something like that. And we ha we're having a, a bunch more conversations with Guinness World Records, so because all the stuff that we're adding is really just sort of consuming their whole video game area. So why do they have one? <laughs> you know, like we, anyway, we'll get into that. Next up, speed running. So as you know, we have all this, the, the tracks, the vast majority of tracks that speedrunners like to race against, but we turned it off because of all the controversy. Um, so what we're trying to do, and this is, you know, me reaching out to the community, which is, I want to have a, a, a roundtable discussion with um, members of the speedrunning community to talk about what it is Twin Galaxies is trying to accomplish with this, um, so that they better understand why they should not be upset with Twin Galaxies tracking speedrunning under its method. It's not designed to interfere or take away from what the speedrunning community is doing. But there are uh, some very specific differences in terms of focus and trajectory uh, between a speedrunning specific uh, you know, track and moderators and the, the overall goal that Twin Galaxies has of presenting video game players um, at a professional level with statistics, um, being able to measure across a total skill level, all these other sorts of things. And so I've been having a dialogue with some of the uh, speedrunning community who's working now to help me sort of gather who would be at this roundtable. Um, we've had some Twin Galaxies people who are also in the speedrunning community volunteer to help put this together. But what I want to do is put this conversation together and broadcast it live so we all can talk and the chat can participate and we can all sort of get everything out there so that we can figure out a, the right way to work together and, and move forward, move steps forward. I think a lot of the concern that the speedrunning community has is just out of not having all of the information or understanding what Twin Galaxies is trying to accomplish and, and why, why it's important um, that Twin Galaxies accomplish these things for video game players in general. It's not 
category specific in general you know in order to help people understand and truly value what it is that we do in this hobby you have to have a, a real mechanism to help to explain that otherwise it'll forever stay as a hyper niche it's like professional bodybuilding right it it's unto itself it's its own thing it's very hard for people to understand it really was not understood until sort of the movie Pumping Iron came out and all this other stuff. But even now, it, it, it just sort of stopped there. It never got to, it's not, never, not an Olympic sport. It's not. So I think we'll be able to have an interesting conversation uh, about it. Um, so does anybody in the chat have anything to say about this? I just want you to know that I'm working on trying to have this dialogue uh, so that we can figure out the best way to include speed running in the, uh, the, the player profile of Twin Galaxies um, for people to participate in. You know, if you're a speed runner and you're just used to the speed running community, this is just another outlet for you to take the performance that you have and, and submit it and get recognized even more. I, there's really no downside, but there's a sort of a provincial tone that the speed running community has, which I totally understand. And I think it will help that community to understand what Twin Galaxies is bringing to the table, bringing to the conversation, that they don't need to worry about. It's not, they're not even focused on trying to do these other things. They're just, they're not. And that's fine. Let Twin Galaxies worry about that stuff. All right. Moving on. Igby 2. Yeah. I, I, I had a, a really nice picture of hoodies. But I decided that it, I, it, we should probably cover it up for now, at least for the moment. Um, there's some great playing going on in that tournament. And that, that tournament is, is fantastic. I'll just let the, the picture speak for itself. I have no comment. I just happened to come across this picture and I thought we would all enjoy this picture instead of the picture of the hoodies. So, fix it right now. I, 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 that, this is all I'm saying. I, it, it's, it's, I don't know why I chose this picture. I'm not trying to say anything with this picture. It just felt right for me. I, I, it was just sort of a creative expression. That's a good bonus, though. That's all. Uh, moving on. Oh, I got extra ball. Extra ball. Yeah. Uh, now. Hold on a sec. Hey, Guru, can you tell them to... to, to um, they're all being loud over there, and it's hard for me to concentrate. Um, we're working, obviously, on a bunch of things. A couple of highlights are we're putting together... I, I actually have a design company designing the whole new help section so that it is simple, kid gloves. Um, it explains everything so that you guys in the forums don't have to constantly explain everything to each other. Um, you know, it's like how to register and sign up, how to submit a score, how to participate in the adjudication progress, process, how, what, what are credibility points, what are submission points, what, what's the player scale, all these things in a neat uh, design so it's like really easy and friendly and, you know, user friendly so that as new players come in to participate, you, you can just say go here and everything is spelled out. So that's being done. Um, Two-player team registration is a whole not, like a lot of engineering has to go into to, to make that work, but it's being worked on, actually. So we've got more engineers working, basically, spending more money faster. So th those th these things are, are going. Jace, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, is yeah. There's some, somebody specific we should contact about fixing our names for team players. Franny can do that. Okay. She, she is all powerful, and so she should be able to do that. But I think when the new team player, uh, uh, two-player registration comes in, there will be a much better mechanism right now. Because right now it's sort of a hack, right? You're, we, yeah. We're using a one-player and yeah. using that as a two-player. So we're just we're going to figure that out. And this will probably be, be the beginning of advanced grouping within the site. And, you know, because that advanced grouping within the site can then eventually turn into 
easily assembling tournaments amongst yourselves and all these other sorts of things and um, baby steps. But just know that there's an eye, there's an eye on, on looking forward towards, towards those kinds of implementations. I'm, we're just trying to get the fundamentals. We're, we're, we're closer to having all the fundamentals done. I think once we have a really good help section, um, which we're working on, and we've got the video stuff fixed, um, we're fixing all the scoreboard errors and those bugs. Oh, and then, uh, I, don't, I didn't put it in this presentation, but all the icon stuff that's coming in to choose your platform. I mean, we've custom illustrated every single platform in the database, and so you can just click on pictures and do your sorting. Um, that will also uh, affect the way the submission review looks because then when you look, you'll see icons of platforms next to everything that is being reviewed you'll be able to click on the icons as filters and only see those platforms. So it's way easier to search just by images. You just click, you know, oh, give me all the Ataris. Click, boom, give me all the... So all that stuff is actually being done right now too. Um, moving forward. Yeah, go ahead. So <coughs> you're going to start to hear more and more about the Twin Galaxies Entertainment Festival, uh, which is in October. We're zeroing in on some of the tournament uh, tournaments we want to have. Um, we're still open to some suggestions, but you're going to uh, very likely be seeing uh, uh, the uh, stuff on the Atari 2600, the Intellivision, the classic Nintendo, and then the, the arcades, and then, of course, modern consoles. Um, we will have an elaborate broadcast setup for this so that people can watch. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a really fun, good time um, we will soon start to take signups for whatever one you want to uh, compete in. Uh, the primary, no SNES. Look, here's, here's the issue, okay? When you're doing this many tournaments all at the same time, it gets very unwieldy. I and this is not designed to be the Twin Galaxies Olympics yet. This is the entertainment festival. There's literally, there's paintball, huge music artists, food, like you can't believe, all over the place. There's, there's pinball. There's, there's like all this stuff that's going on. And yes, there are some tournaments. But this is not supposed to be the end-all, be-all super tournament that is eventually coming. Um, that, that's not at the entertainment festival. But um, we're trying to make it fun and approachable. Um, so everybody has a, a, a sort of an equal shot to, to compete. Um, arcade, less so, right? You're going to have more champions. But I think you're going to be able to... So, so a lot of these tournaments are going to revolve around decathlon. So, you know, you, you know, you'll get X amount of time. Let's say the Atari 2600, right? There'll be a bunch of Ataris out there. You'll have a certain amount of time to... You know, well, let's say we put in the cartridge kaboom, right? Kaboom's in there. Everybody goes. You've got your three to five minutes, whatever the time's going to be. Boom. You take that score. That's your score on kaboom. Now we move on to freeway. Boom. Your cumulative score is your score. Um, so we can run these decathlons on the classics and, and on the arcade. Modern consoles will be a little bit different. Um, but we actually have up to $10,000. Uh, as a giveaway for what? the for the tournaments, so you can win some some stuff. Uh, and but you got to go to the event. You've got to go to the entertainment festival, and really? it will be fun, and everybody will watch it. And so there'll be more information. And I well, I'm going to try to get the prize money up higher than ten thousand dollars. Right now, that's where we're at. But I want to get it higher because I don't know. It's just it, it makes it a little more fun, and and I'm, I want to have like for the twenty six hundred. I want to get Todd Rogers out to to the event. Um, I think this is going to be some fun stuff here. And if you guys have any suggestions for tournaments you want to see, or if you want to run a tournament at the festival. <laughs> please contact me or Franny or post a message on the forums or something. So uh, that is the beginning. This is, this is the beginning.
please tell everybody about the festival. Oh, and like we've already got like big game companies coming. Uh, I can't remember all of them. I know Konami's one of them. I know that there's like a bunch. So it's gonna there's gonna be some. It's no joke. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun thing. LJN, they're coming. LJN. Yeah. Who's that? It's a joke. They uh, used to do Nintendo games. Uh, all, the movie, all the movie games. Yes, no you're right. Well, you mean Ocean. We'll get Ocean there. Okay. Um, Soroka, you got to make it to this festival. I'm telling you. I, my, the problem is, is our, uh, our King of Kong is in September. There's only so many free weeks we can get. So we're, I'm trying to make it. You gotta make it. You never know. A Sega Decathlon may may appear. I know. If a Sega Decathlon appears and you're not there, then you never played Sega in your life, and you've just been faking it this whole time. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> you know, fakery. Remove all my submissions from Sega. They're, well, you know, they're, we just have to change the name to who they really were, which was okay. uh, Glenesis. Okay, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I would prefer that actually. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Questions. So let's get through these questions. Can the order of the listed track founders that are displayed for user-created tracks be changed? Presently, it's ordered by the most points to least points contributed to the track. I think it should be changed slightly to the following. The track creator goes first. Uh, the founder with the most points contributed, uh, the founder of the second most points, etc. Or leave the current order the same by most to least points contributed to the track by founders, but maybe use a different font color for the person who actually created the track. So what this is, is this person who asked this question wants more specialness associated with the specialness. Um, the short answer is, yes, we could do something like this. The, the asterisk by it is, we have a whole bunch of other stuff to get through before we get to items like this. So the answer is not no, but the answer is you've got to wait because there is a line of, of things, and we're trying to get through them as quickly as we can. Getting that video stuff was a huge burden off of us, let me tell you. Um, so, not a bad idea, um, but let us get the rest done. We're close. We're close to getting all the fundamentals done. I really, th I really think the help section, and we're going to revamp the front page a little bit, uh, so it's a little, it's even easier. And one question I have is the shout box. The shout box sort of real-time updates when people are posting uh, announces like when new things do you guys like that or should we remove the shout box to create a more simpler look the shout box adds visual complexity um, and maybe it would be better if we just got rid of it even though it provides information maybe we should just get rid of it stuff to think about I was wondering if anything can be done to improve the search functionality on, on the World Rankings database. Specifically, if you search for a game that is part of a compilation, uh, it will not show up if you search for the name of the game. Yes. So, search is going to change. One, so, <laughs> if I remove it, I shall allow Stella access to keep his lost. <clears throat> in order for him to keep his logs, he needs a shout box. I didn't know that. Because I, I think, I mean, you know, Stella is very exacting, but uh, I, think, I think what Stella does is really cool. Um, Dr. Mario Pepper says to dump the shout box. There's a Twin Galaxy forum. Yes, Iceman Matt. Go to twingalaxies.com and click forums and see the magic. Um... Here's the thing. Search is going to change with the inclusion of all of the graphical icons into the site. It's going to drive, platform will drive search and organization. So it always is going to be, you won't be able to do a game search 
until you've chosen what platform you want to look for a game on. That makes it a lot easier for new people to come in and understand what's going on and it fixes this problem that you're talking about right here. Because once you've chosen your platform, click, I want Atari 2600, then it gives you game search. Then it's going to bring up all the games that you are looking for. Um, even within the compilation. So, hopefully, that makes sense. We'll, we'll see if it does. But I, I believe that that will fix and address the issue. Uh, moving on. Revisiting submission points. I realize that the current methods are generating more submissions points for the community than are being spent. But a few active submitters feel the pinch of the process. On a fun weekend, I can still generate more potential submissions than I can achieve appropriate submission points in a week. <coughs> I understand the need for TG to achieve some form of balance in this process. But I believe the balance is skewed adversely against those that actually want to participate regularly. Ultimately, the process is too much work for the reward game. I wonder if there are any features likely to be arriving soon to alleviate the pinch, reducing the, the submission point costs perhaps to two, or perhaps two for one, or half-day passes, or something. Do something for me. That's what this says. Here's the issue. The issue is it's three to one right now, so whenever, for, for every single submission you put in, you need to adjudicate three. So then you go and do that. But then some of these adjudications will take a long period of time to meet whatever criteria they need to meet. And so until then, you can't get any points to submit more. But as much as that frustrates you, it's actually a good thing because if you do submit more, it will just backlog what's already not being processed. And what we're trying to avoid is what happened to Twin Galaxies in the past, which were piles of videotapes and not enough adjudication taking place. And so what you're feeling right now is you're ahead of the participation rate. Now, the participation rate will increase because you have to understand we've not marketed Twin Galaxies. We've not, while we're in this whole beta period, I'm trying to get the help section working and fixing the video upload problems and all these sorts of things. We've specifically not gone out to the world and say, submit your score, submit your score. Um, you know, I'm in this very interesting conversation with Mob Crush, which does, it's basically mobile for Twitch. They're like this new company, but they're hot. And they've built all these systems that will really direct capture mobile and stream it out. And you can see your, their face and all this other stuff. And, and they want to do a cross integration, um, potentially, which will <laughs> certainly increase the mobile submissions a lot. Um, and the adjudication and the amount of people participating in adjudication. And that's still without marketing. Um, we have, I've mentioned this in the past, we have a very, very big marketing thing we're going to do and it's going to increase dramatically. Our system is built to handle the volume. So we can't tweak it and cater it to um, the smaller group right now because that will significantly, it, it, it's like the choice is we've either, we've either built something that can hold 10,000 pounds and because of that we have to have huge blocks underneath it that weigh and so, and those are inconvenient. Or we engineer something that can hold 1,000 pounds and you don't have to have these big blocks and so it's going to be more limber but it can't hold 10,000 pounds and we intend for Twin Galaxies to be able to hold 10,000 pounds, not 1,000. So just, you just got to bear with us through this process. Um, and yes, right now what you're feeling is the balancing taking place. It will not let you submit more until stuff moves through the, the system. It's not yielding enough because more people need to look at and help adjudicate. 
You can help this by, if you want, which is by promoting the adjudication threads outside of Twin Galaxies and getting people to come sign up to help adjudicate. That will help. Um, but in the meanwhile, you, you're feeling the load balancing right now taking place. That's what it is. So we're working on it. Um, yes, Supernautics, it is a challenge. All right. Moving on. Thank you, Desidious. Something I could see to help you. It does seem a little unfair that people who play quick games like Angry Birds versus someone who plays a 13-hour RGB are both treated equally. They're talking about in the adjudication, I think. Is there any good way to adjust costs and payout of time-intensive uh, submissions relative to shorter submissions? <coughs> this is an interesting question. Is the time that it takes to do something inherently making the achievement more valuable than something that takes very little time to actually achieve when you achieve it, right? Now, the concern I have about getting into that relates to the fact that just because an Angry Birds game is short, it may have taken you 300,000 games to be able to pull off this Angry Birds game. So there's a huge amount of time you're not seeing on the back end for that skill. Versus someone who doesn't have to make that kind of time commitment, but their game performance is much longer it might give you a misperception of value if you start to say that they're valued differently. Now, on the submission side, on the adjudication side where people have to watch two different lengths, um, I think it's an interesting idea about rewarding people who are watching the longer videos with more rewards, but until we switched over to this new video system, even the chance of trying to figure out how long someone has watched was all out of the question. Now, it might be technologically possible to know how long someone watched an adjudication, and if they've watched the whole thing, and if they've watched like a really long one, that they get more credit but th there's there's some nuance and some complexity to this idea that it, it gives me pause and concerns I, I'm not completely sold on on it I'd rather figure out a way for the rewards of the adjudication to be tied to the track value um, of a particular submission. So if you're submitting on something that's heavily competed against and you're adjudicating against that, maybe you get more value for adjudicating that because there, there's more stakes involved. I gotta think it through. I know that there, there's an answer in there somewhere, but you, just, you gotta give us time to try to figure that one out. <clears throat> and, and that one, I'd rather, I want to get the bounty system and the leaderboard system finished before we get this cool, if that made sense. Um, moving on. What I think needs to be fixed is the amount of submissions a brand new account can create. One doesn't leave room for an, for an errored first entry as they learn the process, but I believe I've pointed that out in the past. Being able to submit at least three submissions for free would be more reasonable for the human factor of the learning curve. Okay. Part of the issue is we don't have a good help section, which is what we're working on. I think with, with a better and more clear help section that will help alleviate some of the problem. Also, I think we need to redesign the, the pop-up that takes place when you click submit. It brings up a pop-up. It talks about 
you know, how long it might take to encode the video, but I think maybe in there we should put, did you double check everything? Did you make sure if you're submitting something that's time-based, that if there's milliseconds, you chose milliseconds? Did you, if you're not sure, hit cancel, recheck everything, because once you send this in, there is no going back. I think we could add that to the pop-up to help people. Um, and so between that and the, you know, and the, um, what did I say? Between the pop-up, I, I forgot, my brain's going like this, because there's people ringing doorbells and stuff. <coughs> between the, um, between the pop-up and, you know, I think, the, the, my main issue is, is you, you don't generate more submission uh, points for someone to submit freely in anticipation of them making errors. It just, it'll pollute the, the review process. It's not, it, it, that's not the solution and it also goes against the, the, the balance that we've managed to create with um, the submission loading system. You know, it's the help section. Help section, pop up, that should help a lot. Um, let's move on. There's no peace around here. There's always stuff going on in Twin Galaxies. That's Neo, he's hungry. His food came here and that was at the door. That's, that's my broadcast. Settle on the screen, that doesn't happen to them. That, does it? No, settle on the screen, totally professional. My broadcast, circus, and I'm the, I'm the head clown. Um, okay, just noticing that some members have achieved 10,000 credibility points, but they are still classed as senior members. Are there any plans to reward this feat? Could their status be updated to something other than senior member? Yes, but it's more complicated than this. And I will tell you why. The amount of credibility points that someone has and the power that it carries is only relative to the amount of credibility points that others have. So, because remember, you're voting with your credibility waiting. And so if everybody had 10,000 credibility points, effectively everybody is the same, and, it's, and, and so the voting is unaffected. There's no differential. It's all one for one, right? When you have someone who has 10,000 credibility points and then there's a big strata underneath where most people are at like 200 credibility points, well, then there you go. <coughs> but since the whole system is constantly dynamic and it's load balancing, um, you can't just simply go by credibility points and then changing people's status or rankings and all this other stuff based on that because it may not be as relevant as you think relative to other people. That being said, there are plans to, to reward, um, to visually reward participation and to allow the users themselves to acquire the, 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 the rewards that they want to choose. Um, like a, a really, really bad, bad e example of this would be having kind of a market for status uh, or presentation of status in, in various ways and you sort of exercising submission points um, against acquiring those or there's got to be some calculation like you're not even allowed to buy like the admiral's uniform unless your relative credibility is X and you have submission points for this or there's got to be something um, the system already takes into account just general time on the board as a member but I think what this question is more revolving around is the participation uh, aspect. Like, not how much time has gone by, but how much participation you've done. So, um, 
we're definitely going to do something. And it's not just going to be one thing. It'll be like an array of things for everybody to, to do. Because that makes it more fun. It makes it, it's just, it's more interesting. It's more fun. Um, we want to make certain merchandise available only to people who've reached, reached certain levels. Right? Like, so, so, you know, imagine like a very specific Twin Galaxies hoodie that only people with X credibility are even allowed to order. You can't even get it unless you, you, you're, you've got that, right? And you're allocated only a certain amount that you can get. You can't buy them for your friends and all this other stuff. Create really fun sort of exclusive stuff like that, I think, would, be, would, would make the board participation more interesting and cool. So, hope that made sense. Party status. I thought status was time here, not credibility. <laughs> All right, let's, let's keep going. I think that's it. That's it. I've reached, reached the, the end. I have one minute and 59 seconds left. And what are you doing? But I don't, what are people, I don't understand. I got people walking through my broadcasts constantly. Nobody, this is, this is what it's like to be me. No one, no one cares what you're doing. No one pays attention. There's no respect. I'm like the new Rodney Dangerfield. Um, I took some shots of uh, Richie's Periscope at around 2 o'clock today. And, you know, these were the standings at that time of the Kong off. There was Steve Wiebe, blurry. Uh, Jim, John McAllister, big pimpin. Walter in his days, showing the cards. That's Richie Knuckles. He's got a Mike Tyson tattoo on the side of his head. You guys going to uh, get a t-shirt? I should wear a Walter Day t-shirt. There's, some, there's Joel, John Salter, which you just saw on the show earlier today. Um, this is Xander Denke. Oh, I mean Dave Danzera. Neo, doesn't that look like Xander? He thought it was Xander. Um, when is the Igby 2 hoodie uh, burning, burning stream going on? Yeah, I know, huh? It's the signature edition sweatpants. Did we all talk about the pinball thing? We have not talked about anything pinball. Haven't had time to get into all the pinball stuff, but... Uh, Twin Galaxies system is really the best system for, you know, non-refereed pinball to take place. And um, Mark Hoff has made some connections for us to have a conversation and maybe reach into those communities and have them participate. So that's it. I'm on the four-second mark. Have a good one. I'm going to the Kong off.